Hey everybody, this is Ed from the Whiskey Tangent Podcast. We're here with another Whiskey Short, and I'm here with Scott. Hey everybody. And Anders. Hello. And today we're visiting one of my favorite whiskey brands from my favorite whiskey distillery, Heaven Hill. And we're looking at Elijah Craig Toasted Barrel. Whiskey Short. Mm-hmm. Which I've never had, and uh, Scott technically never had because he had it once and didn't know it. <laughs> yeah. So they, he has I, no, no I, taste. I had it and I thought it was the other thing, and then and I, I, I'm I made not a sure. mistake. And I don't think I've had the toasted barrel. Right? Yeah. And so I'm allowed to not have tried whiskey, guys. But <laughs> this, I know. I mean, it's, it, it, he, he basically controls 200 different versions of it. He can only drink so much at a time. That's true. And I don't think he has a toasted barrel in the house yet. And nobody's yet, n- no. nobody's salty with you. No, no have hell. Yeah. Get, your, get your asses over here. Give me some. Give me some whiskey. <clears throat> so the um, please. <laughs> please, he has to be nice. <laughs> Listen to Give me some fucking whiskey, please. <laughs> please, thank you, sir. Can I more, please. <laughs> please, sir. More. <laughs> so Elijah Craig's one of my favorite bourbons, and for the price point, I was getting it over at Christmas holiday for twenty seven ninety nine in my local store with a nice eight ounce bottle of old fashioned Elijah Craig cocktail syrup, which was delicious. I know me and Anders killed a bottle of it one uh, night. It was really out. good. I, I will be the lone dissenter. I found it a little bit too sweet, as I will. That right. was my want. And I might have put too much in when I made you a drink, too. So it could have been my fault. Well, that's, that, that may also be true. Right. Because you like it the way you like it. I like it bitter. Right. Like my soul. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you if I had made it with the barrel-proof Elijah Craig, which we've enjoyed also, mm. you, that would have probably been the ticket for you. Or with this... Possibly. Yes. So the regular old Elijah Craig is, I think, 94 proof, right? Yeah. You know what? It's This is actually the same thing as the right. regular small batch. It's the same mash bill. It's the same you know, proof. I, if, it's well, the same right. age. The only thing they do differently is they put it in a second barrel that's been toasted. Right. So it's kind of like a fancy way of saying double barrel. Yes. They just wanted to be different, and you give them credit for that. But they, they are impressed with their double barreling procedure because it's close to $60 a bottle while the other one's 28 so. Yeah, so the description from their website, it's just uh, one paragraph. Twice barreled for added complexity. Elijah Craig Toasted Barrel takes our award-winning small batch bourbon to new heights. After it's fully matured, we finish this bourbon in a second custom-toasted new oak barrel where it's left to develop even more sweet oak flavor. <laughs> the process begins with fully matured small batch, which is dumped Ew. and then re-entered at <laughs> barrel proof into a second custom toasted new oak barrel designed in partnership with independent stave company made with 18 month air dried oak. The finishing barrel is first toasted and then flash charred using a moderate toast temperature in time An extensive research and development process resulted in a final toast profile, bringing forward dark sugar flavors with the wood to create a balance of smokiness and sweetness after months of finishing. Wow. I believe fully matured is the 18-year Elijah Craig, actually. Yeah. At least yeah, legally yeah, speaking. Yeah, te- oh. <laughs> legally speaking, you mean. Anyway. So I'm enjoying uh, the regular small batch in a nice Canadian Glencairn. I've really become fond of this glass. Yes, you have. Yes, it's sir. a nice glass. It's a yeah. sort of a wider-based Glencairn. Yeah, it's like a combination of the Glencairn and the neat glass, in yeah. my opinion. Oh, yeah. It, it's a beautiful glass. Uh, they're really popular, um, particularly I have a few people in the lounge that actually keep them in their lockers, and they're they're great. You're able to like get your lips in there as well as your nose at the same time. So. Yeah, and it's oh. the more, a little more durable. I mean, the yeah. one thing about the Norland's glass, which is a neat glass, it seems so fragile. Like, yeah. I wouldn't want to, you know, like, you know, me with glasses. It's not. Yeah. Seriously, I just smash in my head like... 
So we got the small batch, so we're going to taste that first so we can fully appreciate the difference. The color between the two is stunning. We have a very light amber, almost like a honey look in the Elijah Craig small batch. Right. Wow. I mean, Andres, what would you call the color of the toasted barrel? So if you're familiar with the two, I'd say like the difference between like a really light summer honey Mm. and then like a really deep like fall honey where it's like... Got chunks of wax in it still. Yeah. parts yeah the um the queen's anus the toasted barrel is like got this beautiful um i think we just lost our whole uk following that statement well if, if i may quote uh, the comedian russell brand yes. she's just an old lady in a tiny hat that they bought her oh, oh that's condescending and sweet that's yeah, sweet and condescending <laughs> at the same time his queen not mine right that's right. Uh, yeah, so the color is very different. I think as you might expect from it to be double-barreled, Yeah, right? I agree. <clears throat> it should be. Absolutely, it should be. So real quick, before we taste this, I wanted to go over the toasting versus charring. Yeah, what is the difference? That's a great point. Mm. Yeah, so very, very generally, charring imparts sweet flavors, whereas toasting imparts spicy flavors. Oh. But that's very general. So, yeah, I uh, agree. A, a little, I, I think it's... I, well, I don't know. Go ahead. Well, yeah, so uh, a little bit more specifically, charring is burning the wood directly, which blackens the surface and transforms the hemicellulose in the wood into sugars that are then caramelized, while also creating charcoal, which filters out the sulfurous compounds, all resulting in a more sweet caramel and honey flavors and a smoother taste profile. Charring has four levels, depending on the time. Uh, level one is 15 seconds. Level two is 30. Really? Level three is 35. And level four is 55. And we found out that none are called dragon char, though they should That's be. true. Uh, During the quiz we found out that none are actually called dragon chart, though we both wanted to be dragon chart. Me and I that was, uh, yeah. Uh, so toasting is merely heating the barrel at lower temperatures for a longer period of time, which allows the heat to penetrate deeper into the wood. Wow. The barrel is thus browned instead of blackened, releasing more vanilla compounds and mellowing the tannins, but not imparting a filtering level of charcoal, which mm. creates a lighter colored, but sharper and spicier taste profile. So even though toasting, if you only toast a barrel, you're going to wind up with a lighter whiskey, but because this did the charring and the toasting in two different barrels that's why it ended up darker than the original expression it's interesting uh my mind immediately went when you were talking about charring versus toasting i imagine pan frying onions to like caramelize onions yeah, yeah, versus yeah. like baking onions mm-hmm. or like dehydrating them which sounds awful but i'm <laughs> sure that would probably read similarly so when you char a barrel you know they're actually it's like a flame going into it's the, the barrel. coolest looking fucking thing yeah and it's burning the inside yeah, it's black pretty cool. it's pretty cool to toast it what they do is they just set like a little fire on the ground and they put the barrel sort of without the tops or bottoms yeah, on right. it over top of it and it's so it's just heating the interior and then they put it in there for up to an hour wow mm. yeah instead of like compared to like 15 and so they're less yeah. than a minute yeah 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 and you know what? The mash bill, we didn't say what, what it was. This is the classic Heaven Hill mash bill, the 78% corn, 10% rye, 12% malted barley. Right. So on the nose, the, the original, if you will. I mean, I mean, it's very sweet and corn and yeah. and a little alcohol. Candy notes. A, a little alcohol, but like it's not too astringent on the nose. No. 94 proof, once yeah. again. Right. It's gentle. Yeah. We tasted this earlier just to get warmed up, and I was surprised again by the sort of spicy and oakiness of it that I never remember when I go back to Eliza Craig, and Ed has made fun of me before, because I don't (laughs) find this to be especially memorable after the fact. While I'm drinking it, I like it quite a bit, but then later I'm like, oh, Eliza Craig's okay. 
Yeah, it's so bizarre. I can relate to it, but I'm never disappointed when I drink mm-hmm. it. So yeah, agreed. Good. Right. It's a very classic bourbon. Different than Woodford Reserve and the fact that it has that spicy overtones to it. Yeah. That, that yeah. It hits you a little bit different. Yeah. It's still sweet on the tongue, but surprising spiciness for only a 10% rye bourbon. Right. The finish is very sweet. A mm. little bit of like light cherries. Yeah. A lot more spice and oak. God, that oak really hits you at the very like end. Oak and like cherry pie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like uh, that is like spicy is like an apple pie. Like right. Light, a lot of oak. Yeah, not spicy in like a baking spices sort of way. No. Yeah. The spice comes from, I guess, the wood yeah. and possibly the yeast. Wow. Okay. Mm. So now we're doing the uh, toasted or? Now the toasted. Yeah. Oh, it's been even more vanilla and caramel. Yeah. But mm. like almost like butter, creamy. Like it's just such a, on the nose, let's taste it too. Okay. I got to taste it. Oh my gosh, that is so good. Ooh. Oh, wow, that yeah. is good. Ooh, it's drier. It is. It's a really dry finish, but it's it's so good. Even though I'm an Elijah Craig disciple, I have to say that I thought that $60 was too much for this. After sipping it, I mean, I'll, I'd love to hear what you guys think. I think this is fucking amazing. Yeah, it's more intense than the previous one. There's so much more spice and oak on this. On the it's finish, crazy. Too. It's smoother. Yeah. The complexity of the flavor is denser. And when I go back and taste the original, which is, a, you know, I like it. It's a fine whiskey. And for $27, I think it's a must buy. All right? I, yeah, I could fight maybe for like that extra five or 10 bucks. Mm-hmm. But it's one of those things where it's like, I could argue, I could price shop around, but I'd rather they just have it and you know yeah i mean woodford woodford 62 64 for their double oak yeah so and i'm sure that's what elijah craig looked at when they priced it but then you start asking so when you're 60 would i take this over a blanton's no but if this was 50 i think it would kill yeah i would take this over blanton's at 50 if i have to if i have to pay 68 for for blanton's i'll take this for 50 but at 60 i start going this i go "Mm, baker's is 64 baker's is pretty delicious at 107 and completely different than this so so you can have both don't get me wrong everybody you can have both the lord knows over the last two years i have tried to have both of everything (laughs) i I think though this is more complex than either of those this is more complex than blanton's Uh, blanton's is a perfect expression of what a bourbon should be but it's not necessarily complex depending on the barrel you get of course bakers bakers is delicious but Mm -hmm. i think this is also more complex than bakers oh i I don't know about that because the 107 the proof itself is going to add a little bit of of a bang for your buck i see i wish we had bakers right here because that is definitely something we should find out there's a lot of good stuff at 107 proof yeah and there's a lot that's what we're saying when you get to the high 50s high 60s in that range there's a lot of single barrels coming in there's a lot of barrel proof barrel strength spirits that are coming in at $60 and they're all different than their base expressions by far. Yeah. I'm getting so much cinnamon now. Yeah. Like that. This is the dominant flavor that's hitting me right now. Did you put it on ice or water? I did not yet. I, I didn't. just did. So let me, yeah. let me tell you what I think. It's like a really gentle cinnamon too. It's like, you know, just the toasted barrel. It has been worth the wait for me. Absolutely. Yeah, this is really good. I mm. mean, and you drank this by accident and didn't realize you must have been like, wow, Elijah Craig's a oh, lot better. So, yeah, so it's a funny story. So I was drunk. I was just, uh, I was probably editing a podcast. And when I edit the podcast, I, as you folks out there should be doing, if you're not drinking with us, <laughs> you should be. So I drink along with myself and Ed and whoever's the guest right. while I'm editing the podcast. And I guess I had run out of bourbon to just have neat. And yeah. we have the vault that we right. call it with stuff in there. And I knew we had this short coming up that we wanted to do. And I also knew that we had a full bottle of regular Elijah Craig. So I'm like, okay, let me do that. And I just yeah. grabbed the Elijah Craig bottles. The bottles look identical. Yeah. I just reached into the darkness and grabbed the 
Budweiser Craig bottle, poured myself mm, two drinks, friendly bartender, Anders Pours, yeah. two drinks. Yeah. And then when we went to open the vault and get these out, it's like, wait, who drank some of this? <laughs> oh, funny story. <laughs> Oops. I guess it was Things fake. happen. So he, that night, he must have been like buzzed up going like, wow, Elijah Craig is a lot better than I remember today. <laughs> he probably was. Well, so what had happened was. <laughs> so if you are looking like we are often for something different, this is definitely different. I mean, it doesn't immediately fall into anything that I'm thinking it tastes like. And it doesn't even taste like itself. It really doesn't. I mean, there's some notes in there. There's a mash bill there. But whatever Elijah Craig small batch tastes like, it just elevated to another stratosphere. Yeah. Ooh. So um, I want to do something fun, maybe. Mm-hmm. On the Elijah Craig website, they have cocktails. Mm-hmm. And since Anders is here, and Anders has not been here for a cocktail episode in a while, since I episode haven't. 30. I thought you said I was off the hook today. In, no, no, you are off the <laughs> hook. So here's the fun thing. I'm going to make the cocktail. All right. Wait, what? And I'm going to serve Anders a cocktail. So that's a fun thing for Anders. And the fun thing for Ed will be, it's likely a cocktail that he will absolutely abhor. Oh, <laughs> oh I love shit. this. I know exactly what it is. God. And I am so excited. You are not using any of my toasted barrel for your this, fucking Campari. Hang on, hang on, <laughs> hang on. Boulevard uh, list, uh, sh- edit that out, please. Keen, keen, keen. I'm going to make it and then we'll come back and then we'll, we'll continue no, the nonsense. We're not going to make it. We're not coming back. Okay, so, so we're back, and the drink I have made Protest. is called The Reverend, because Elijah Craig was a reverend. It's on the Elijah Craig website, so they made this drink after him, and basically, it's a Boulevardier, Ugh. but with orange bitters in it, so it's equal parts. <laughs> so you made it extra bitter. <laughs> Great. Yeah. That's why I said why you're, I think of that? That's why I said you're going to hate it. So it's equal parts, the Elijah Toasted Barrel Bourbon, Koki Torino Sweet I Vermouth. Like oh, mm-hmm. I like that. I do mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the place. Campari is the third ingredient. You're halfway to a wonderful drink, and then we take this huge <laughs> right to Hellville. So equal parts of those three, and then a dash of bitters each with an express orange peel garnish, and now we will taste it. Wait, wait. Before you taste it, just know there's an extra dash of bitter in mine <laughs> from me directly. From you. Oh. From, from your attitude. <laughs> it's to balance out how sweet your attitude is about, about this. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Right. I'm about to throw this against a fucking wall. <laughs> and it's not even a glass you like. No, it's It's like dealing with an eight-year-old. Oh, that's so nice. Oh, wow. I really like that. That's even that's not even really all that bitter. Wow, that actually the first the first 89% of that was amazing. Yeah. And then when I swallow it, mm-hmm. I get that mm-hmm. echo of bitterness on my tongue that I hate. Yep. But this is way better than Boulevardier. And I think it's because of two things. I think it's the cookie Torino. Wow, which it's is, really good. It's, it's a really sweet vermouth. It's very yeah. sweet, sweet vermouth. And uh, it's herbaceous also. Mm-hmm. And it's mixing really well with the toasted yeah. spiciness. I'm going to go crazy here and say if you cut the Campari in half on mine, it would be a perfect drink. Oh, yeah. My instinct is just cut it back a quarter of an ounce. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. It's actually a very good drink, Scott. I, oh, it is. I apologize, I apologize 
Thanks for all my very good. Oh, well, thank you. Because Scott completely surprised me. I was caught off guard. When Anders isn't here, I I'm forced to make the drinks because right. <laughs> nobody else is going to make them. I, Ed's all thumbs. Well, if well if you're making the drinks, <laughs> then clearly I'm not going to make another one. This is delightful. Mm. Honestly, I, I mean, I really think Anders. This has a place in the lounge. I mean, this is something that could be a real wrinkle. This is really fucking good. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> it really is. Honestly, it's like I said, it's a tad too bitter at the finish, but just to finish. Right? I wonder what the mechanism is behind that shift. I wonder if it's wow. like chemical or if it's like. Yeah, because it's got to be bitter and sweet the entire time, but maybe the the sweetness must fade faster than the bitterness does, and that's yeah. why the bitterness lingers. It's definitely a science on what goes on with, on your taste buds yeah. and your tongue. There's yeah. definitely something about how different tastes hit different taste buds. And by the way, I once again want to apologize for my tantrum. Scott's drink was very, very good, and I wouldn't probably order it, but if someone ordered me one and they cut the Campari down by, all right, Andre said 25%, so we'll go with that. So many conditions. I mean, just a little bit less, and I spent years drinking martini rossi and it's fine but when you get into the different vermouth and total wine near us they have a wall of vermouth they have it's like, beautiful they have 35 different vermouth in there yeah. and just like anything like yeah. whiskey you walk in there's like thousands of bottles of whiskey yeah. mm-hmm. wine is the same way and just the segment of vermouth is also the same way there's so many different types and yeah we're hoping to do we are no we will do an it. episode episode yeah yeah we're going to do an episode on vermouth where we take a base whiskey and make drinks with different vermouth and see where that lands this is why Anders ends up being on too much because there's that's an episode that's just <laughs> tailor made for Anders to be on. And our friends, of course, um, um, Marty and Rachel. And Marty and Rachel. Yeah. Yeah. Rachel's a big vermouth person. Yeah. And she told us a year ago to do an episode on vermouth. Mm-hmm. And, and, and we're like, well, we'll do it with you. COVID. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I just spoke to them. They're doing really well. Good, good, good. Mm -hmm. All right, so I think we're done. That's good. Ed, take us out. So if you want to try something delicious and you have, you know, $59.99 burning a hole in your pocket, (laughs) the Elijah Craig Toasted Barrel is spectacular. It's quite good. Um, Do your own taste test. Pick up the regular, get that, do it, and and see if you you taste what we taste. So for the Whiskey Tangent Podcast, I'm Ed. I'm Scott. I'm Anders. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time, cheers, everybody. Cheers, guys. Later. Later.